Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where Aaron and I attempt to watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball, then come on to a fun-timey podcast to talk about it. Uh, We've covered all of Dragon Ball. Now we are officially, well, well, we're about to be 15 episodes into Dragon Ball Z. Uh, We do uh, an episode, one episode of the show for one episode of the podcast. We talk about it. We make some goof-em-ups. And... I don't know about you, Aaron, but I am excited to get back into this week's episode of Dragon Ball Z. But before before we dive headfirst into this Kame House Party about Dragon Ball Z, uh, we have to do what is, you know, essential for any party that you're having. You got to do some Kame housekeeping, okay? You got to straighten up, put all the, get all the dishes done, all that kind of stuff. Get that out of the way so when the party starts... Whoo, that party ain't gonna stop till six in the morning. Till your till your mama get home. Yeah, or to, or till my mama gets home. Mm-hmm. Got you know, Chi-Chi's in the living room getting it on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember four lines. I know. <laughs> Three was good. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and we'll we'll get right into this Kame housekeeping section with the first part of the Kame housekeeping section, which is, oh, gosh, I love that it's gotten this title and that the the UN has decreed that this is, in fact, the world-famous one-minute roundup. I live in a giant hat. Questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob you. Bob Hopeless from New York Tribune. Uh, I'm out here to ask you why. Do you, let me let me answer your question with another question, the Socratic method. What you pay rent? I do. Well, when you live in a giant hat, you don't pay any rent. Ah, fair, fair. Mm-hmm. Excuse yeah, me, yeah. excuse me, British reporting news here. I I have a question. All right, I recognize a gentleman from across the pond, as they say. Uh, thank you. Uh, in in, uh, in jolly old England, we'd call this a uh, <clears throat> a trilby. Uh, what do you call it here? It's called a ten million gallon hat. Oh, very good, very good, very good. Pan pending. Hey, uh, Texas Southern Baptist uh, newspaper here. Frank, it's you, Frank. Yeah, it's me, Frank. You, you live in the hat next to me. What do you want? Well, I just wanted to, you know, make sure that this gets on record. Uh, a lot of questions been asked about why and what. I just, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I just wanted, I want the people to know how. Tell us how. You decided to make a community of giant hat homes. How I did it or how I decided? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go first one. I'm going to go with that first one. Sorry. How I decided was I said, man, I love hats. And I love the feel of the leather against my skin. What if that was all over? And also, what if I never paid rent again? That's how I decided. So is it is it more about your love of living in a rawhide hat or... Or is it more about the no rent lifestyle and uh, from your part and being able to, you know, essentially just charge whatever you want for the rest of the community who have to live in your prototypes, such as myself? 
Mm, I mean, you, speaking of, you are a little late on the hat rent. Well, I've been trying to get this story out for about three weeks. You've been dodging me ever since. You've, you keep leaving messages on my hat door. You're blowing up my hat phone. Hey, uh, I need your love. Uh, New York Tribune again. Uh, I assumed that you just had normal uh, kinds of furniture in there and appliances. <sighs> oh, no. But it appears all of your appliances are also hats. Everything is hat themed. I have a I have a hat bed. A hat saloon. There's a hat shaped saloon with hat shaped ladies. Hat shaped poker cards. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, 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 from across British the pond guy. again. Uh, yeah, uh, are you suggesting that uh, within this uh, ten million gallon hat, you have uh, also created? Uh, hat-shaped women or women who are just simply wearing hats in your saloon? You know how a corset can change the figure of a woman is what modern science is teaching us? Yes, of course. I wrote a story about it yesterday. The Mm -hmm. uh, positive effects of a cinched corset. Yes, only positive. So, uh, same, same kind of thing. It's just it makes them into a hat shape, so... You know, if you like a wide middle. <laughs> and see. Oh, I, I was I was biting my lip through most of that, trying not to laugh. <laughs> oh, that was real dumb. It was and real I, dumb. I loved it. Uh, it was real dumb. And uh, that is the world famous sanctioned by the UN. Thank you, Ban Ki-moon, for your blessing. Um, one minute roundup where Aaron and I do an improvised Western scene to either loosen or tighten our improv muscles for the remainder of the podcast, where we may dip in and out of improv as we see fit or we see fun. Uh, The one-minute roundup proper is where one of us, this time Aaron, has one minute, 60 seconds to summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z up until this point. So... That's 14 episodes plus 153 episodes. That is years worth of work condensed into 60 seconds. Aaron, whenever you're ready, take it away. As a as an aside, I do want to state that if this is the one-minute roundup proper, and I'm just now realizing this after years of doing this, that our improv scene is the one-minute roundup improper. Yeah. Oh. I'm writing that down. So, yeah, yeah. So, man, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what that. We'll we'll chew that for a bit and see what that does. But enough stalling, because it's time for the one minute roundup proper, which is going to begin in three, two. One. Dragon Ball is about seven magic crystal balls. If you collect them all, you get any wish you want. And it stars Goku, our little monkey boy, and a little monkey man, and his many adventures. Several, some of his adventures. Uh, defeating a goblin from taking over the world by turning into a giant ape. Uh, training with an old man and his best friend to enter the Tenkaichi tournament, but getting second place because the old man beat him up. Uh, defeating a militia who wanted to take over the world. Um, fighting a bunch of monsters. Uh, and also fighting his grandpa, who was a ghost. Uh Going into the Tenkaichi tournament again and getting second place to a Triclops. Uh, defeating the Demon King Piccolo because he for for revenge purposes, but also to save the world. That was a side. That was like a side benefit. Uh, then growing up and entering the Tenkaichi tournament again to defeat 
the Demon King's son, uh, getting married. Now he's grown up. His, uh, but Goku is dead, and he's traveling Snake Way to go train. His son is in the woods training because uh, his. Oh yeah, he's an alien, and they're saying they're going to have to take over the world, but they got to stop him, so they got to train. Ooh. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, boy. Aaron, thank you very much. <laughs> this is getting, uh, dare I say, impossible. <laughs> but I'll, I'll Certainly improbable. Yeah. Um, and I'll just tell you, the audience, why we do that one-minute roundup. And look, we do it for you. So, so don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Um, we do the one-minute roundup so that you don't have to go back and listen to every episode of the podcast or watch every single episode of Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z uh, that we've covered to to get caught up on the current goings-on of the podcast. It, it's an exercise in uh, brutality, because <laughs> it's brutal for us. Uh, and it, I like to watch Aaron squirm. Uh, but also, you know, if you, if you feel like that one-minute roundup is lacking in some critical details, we encourage you to go back to our back catalog, check it all out. It's all good stuff. Um... And when I say good, it's a spectrum. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, it's all great stuff from the early goings to the podcast to when, you know, we definitely ca- caught our stride. Uh, and now we can move on to the second piece of Kame Housekeeping, where I tell you, the listener, that Aaron and I watch two different versions of the show. I watch the English dubbed version while Aaron watches the Japanese language English subtitled version. And why we do this... Oh, well, you know, sometimes you make a little mistake and then 18 years later, boom, they're off to college. But that's not exactly the right analogy. (laughs) But we did make a mistake in the very first episode of recording the podcast. We watched two. We watched those two different versions. And what we found was a wealth of compare and contrast, uh, things that were changed, continuities that are different, um, Western context versus Eastern context. Uh, And it's a lot of fun, and we start generally with the title. And since since we've been in the Dragon Ball Z era, uh, I've been going first with the dub titles. So here we go with the English dubbed title for Dragon Ball Z Episode 15, Dueling Piccolos. (laughs) Hey, you Namekian. Yes. Well, why don't you come over here? We don't see many Namekians. Mm. Why don't you come over here? I am a Namekian here, and I want to fight you. Well, I'm just playing this piccolo here, and I don't want to fight you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I didn't know how to continue that. <laughs> but I, I, Big denial on my part. <laughs> but yes, that is the English title for this week's episode, Dueling Piccolos. Which is better. I, it, oh, it's better. I, I think so. It's definitely more factual. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, so my title is Full of Lies. And it tries it tries to be bigger than it than it actually is. So here we go. Episode 15 of Dragon Ball Z. Escape from Piccolo. Gohan summons a storm. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can't see this audience, but I am 
vigorously shaking my head in disapproval of this mm. uh, of this title. The elements are there, right? But the context is a little bit wild. So I the mean, con- yeah, I think we'll figure it out as we get into this uh, this episode. He he does not suddenly become a wizard. <laughs> he is not Storm from the X Men, right? But uh, this episode is. I want to say it's the most fillery episode that we've had in quite a quite a bit. Because even though my title is better, I, I and I'll agree, it's better than yours. The content of the episode is can I say that it's boring? I have the opposite reaction to you. Okay. No, this is fine. I, this is fine. I thought it was fun. So these past few episodes have been very exposition heavy with things that don't really matter. <laughs> except pertaining to the episode that they're in. And this one was very quiet and sort of action-packed. But it was meand- but it did meander for sure. I think that's where my uh lack of interest started was when, you know, the the last couple episodes is like, okay, Goku's doing some stuff. I bet you Gohan's doing some stuff. We we get glimpses of Piccolo's training, you know, in the previous episodes. And now this episode just seems to be not a, 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 vol, a the volume got turned down on some of the things that we were seeing previously, like Piccolo's explosive amounts of power where he's moving pyramids and almost causing the world to explode somehow um, to him moving giant mountains. And now even the announcer is like, this episode's going to be more about the mental stuff. It's, you know, it's about mental training. Um, maybe skip this one kids yeah that's kind of what it feels like if i was a kid i would have i would have been like this is bullshit <laughs> like this is bullshit I, if it's if it's about piccolo fighting i want the whole episode to be piccolo fighting piccolo talking smack to himself uh-huh he doesn't do this in this episode. guy he okay i think we got to context this a little bit i know it's jumping ahead of hair but for for the piccolo context uh we do see piccolo Sitting, meditating, thinking about his fight with Raditz, which causes him to split into two in a in a gross way. I in my note I described it as him. It's like a juicy cicada when it comes out of its shell. That is the perfect example. I I just said it's gross. How he, <laughs> like in my notes, I'm just like oh, <laughs> he he cloned himself in a really weird way. Because we had yes. talked about it previous, how, uh, you know, Piccolo's father, Piccolo Sr., uh, was a fan of egg creation. He would just puke up, you know, underlings and uh, even a child. Yeah, yeah. he was a creationist. A creationist. Got it in two. <laughs> Got it in two. I'll take it. I, I, I love it. So Piccolo diverged from his father's teaching. <laughs> Instead of being a creationist, he is a... <laughs> you can do it. Sicationist? I was going to say egg-theist. Oh, egg-theist. Egg-theist. Put it on the board. Aaron 2, <laughs> Vince 0. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, as of this recording, it is the day for egg puns. It is. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Well, yeah, take that. It's all appropriate based on when we're recording this. You know what day we're talking about. Mm-hmm. 
so that's how Piccolo is fighting himself. But I, I'm with you where it would have been a lot cooler and smoother if he's like mentally wrestling with himself at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like there, his double is talking smack like, you'll never, hey, me, also me, you'll never be stronger than Goku. Why even try? You don't know what's really going on here. If I don't get stronger than Goku, those Saiyans are going to kill everything, including the planet I hope to one day rule. What happened to us, man? We used to be, one, we used to smoke. We'd stay out all night, party Namekian style. Well, that was before I I lost. I lost uh, to Goku. Even when I defeated him by killing him and his brother, it felt hollow. And so I, I put away my bong, and I, I canceled all my premium VIP club memberships. Because yeah, you you sold the PS4. The I hell? sold I sold the PS4. Cyberpunk's not even out yet, man. Trust me, it's a PS5 day one release. I've got oh, that boy. on lock. All I'm saying is it's pointless. We know go saying <laughs> they're coming. I uh, hey finger guns bet myself. Hey, right back at you. But I'm just saying that Goku, he's getting training in the other world. He's we know deep down in our hearts, he's going to be the one that saves the day. Why even try? Well, I mean, I don't know if you've been around for this part, but I adopted a child. No, I'm aware. Oh, okay. Well, You're doing that- a great job. Ignore. Hey, all the things a father should do. Not be there. Right. Ignore. Uh, brutalize. <laughs> mm-hmm. Antagonize. Uh- we're, I mean, just like our dad taught us, and we we turned out fine. And we turned out great. We turned out amazing. We saved the world. Yeah, we, you know what? I'm with you now. We did save the world. Yeah. Okay, Goku guy. All right, now show me my own weakness. All right. It's, it's your crotch. Uh, hope he doesn't hit my crotch. Right back at you. Uh, no, my hu- baby hubris is also our weakness. And see, that's what should have happened. That's what should have happened is they're just standing and (laughs) swiftly kicking each other in the nuts for 20 minutes. (laughs) Instead, we get like various scenes. And I think now we can like skip over them when they come up in the episode. Oh, I was I I barely took notes on them. (laughs) Well, neither did I. I just enjoyed them because they were good fighting interspersed throughout the episode. It's just Piccolo fighting himself. I don't know if we've gotten this before. I feel like this is the first instance of it. But we do have the cool thing where an energy blast comes at Piccolo, and instead of dodging it, all he does is tilt his head slightly to the left. Oh, yeah. To avoid it, the most badass thing you can do in Dragon mm-hmm, Ball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that exact move, I think every every key villain has done it, right? When especially in the energy blast era of Dragon oh, Ball yeah. Z. Free yeah, Frieza. Frieza, does it. Frieza definitely does it. I'm sure Vegeta does it. Cell does yeah, it. Yeah, that's a villain move. Every form of Majin Buu does it. Yeah, I don't think Goku ever does that. No. He he's very much like, yeah, I'll just take it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Or he redirects, you know. Mm-hmm. He's got other things to think about. Yeah, that's the villain move, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, let's talk about this nerd, I guess. Yeah, uh, I think one of the things that we didn't touch on that happens early on leading up to this moment for Gohan is he 
I mean, more power to this kid because his mental training is him just doing very what looks like very hard logarithmic math problems in a cave. He loves homework so much <laughs> that he's given himself problems to do in the in the dirt. But he's also civil engineering. Like he built himself a uh, a windsurf board that he's taken out on the desert now. I feel like I saw it more in say the nineties. But it is, I mean, that is, a, it is a thing. Oh, yeah. It's a thing that exists that you can, like, windsurf the desert. It reminds me of, oh, oh, no, I lost it. It's, uh, I had it. A Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> I mean, every Mountain Dew commercial, every smart Sprite commercial from the 90s had somebody windsurfing. Capri Sun commercials were famous God. for windsurfing. What happened to windsurfing, both on water and land? Yeah. Because uh, you could, people had, like, big-ass, uh... Like the thick, thick skateboard wheels and would windsurf. Ooh. Oh, you know what, Aaron? I bet you what overtook windsurfing? Solar surfing. I was going to say frack surfing. <laughs> frack surfing, <laughs> geothermal surfing, and radiation surfing. I mean, it's natural. Natural. <laughs> it's in the title natural gas surfing. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I believe kite surfing has surpassed windsurfing. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, different. I, I know I've seen some some folks out there with these really giant kites and they're locked in, feeding their boards, and they're just literally flying around on the beach in very <laughs> unsafe ways for uh, a tall man like myself. I think kneeboarding is the most extreme I've ever been. <laughs> Wait, kneeboarding, are you, is that like paddleboarding? So you are, so it's like water skiing. Okay. But instead of two skis, you are on your knees. Uh, you pray for your safety, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and the board is strapped. The board is strapped to your shins. Oh, I don't like that. So it's very yeah. So swimming. So it, when you immediately fall off because you're bad at it and weak, <laughs> uh, it's very difficult to swim because it's uh, the board is trying to keep your legs afloat in a weird position. Yeah. So your knees are like up to your chin as you're trying to tread water and the boats swinging around the back. These are very specific memories mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I'm reliving. <laughs> I can't tell if they're fully unpleasant or only partially unpleasant. They're, it was fine. I preferred, uh, they also had a giant tube that like multiple people could go on. And so you just get dragged around on a tube. And that was mm-hmm. more fun for me. Oh, I, I know tubing is, is great fun. Um, I have a tubing memory. And I remember this fondly. I, I mean, I don't remember this fondly. I remember it vividly because I was much younger and smaller and lighter. And I was the only person on one of those big tubes. So the minute that tube hit awake, the whole thing flipped over <laughs> and landed on top of me. And so I'm in this like little pocket of air, like treading water. And I don't know like exactly where the boat is, but I could hear my mother being like, Fancy! She's freaking out because she couldn't see me in the water. And I think that was one of the moments where my mom was like, oh, my God, I need to learn how to swim so I could save my baby. <laughs> I mean, that'll that'll come into play later on in the episode. <laughs> Not Yep. Vince's mom makes a guest appearance. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Screaming at Gohan. <laughs> my baby. Oh! <laughs> I mean, I'll just, I mean, I'll just finish that with, uh, I just sold the, the board rights <laughs> to it, to a frack surfer. <laughs> uh, I mean, we should definitely 
let the audience know that Gohan's, you know, day of sand surfing was not without its uh, tribulations because he is uh, dogged by that giant eagle from before. Uh, it bas- Long story short, he ends up on a beach with, I'm assuming it's the same tiger that we've been seeing over and over again. Yeah, it it is. Now, uh, before I forget, I think it's important to note, because of what happens later on, that somehow Gohan went from a very large desert... Yes. <laughs> that seem landlock onto this beach. Now, mm-hmm. re- remember that for later, folks. But yeah, the Sabertooth Tiger was one from before. Gohan even says, hey, we meet again. And then just says like, huh, I wonder how far this beach goes and just starts running. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of uh, pretty similar. There's a little bit more reference to him, I think at this point, wanting to kind of go home. Again, in mine, it feels like there's dialogue missing or internal monologue missing because it's a lot of like Gohan looking out at the water for long periods of time, respectively, and things like that. There's not, man. It's yeah. it's quiet on my end as it is okay. on yours. Okay, I, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Shut up, Gohan. I think what they expected you to do was remember that one line of Gohan saying, I want to go back home. Right. Like five episodes ago? Mm hmm. Because he seems so happy in his current situation at this point. He's playing with saber tooth tigers. He's running around this landscape. He doesn't seem like he's want for too much apart from some papers who can do some math. <laughs> but even then, he's found a way to etch it into stone. So historians find this, uh, this cave and they're like, these people were so advanced. Dance. What happened to them? They even graded themselves. B minus. But he showed all of his work or their work. I shouldn't. They're all correct. He's clearly these ancient peoples had low (laughs) self-esteem. Or did it have the rubic, the rubric? Yeah, that's that word. Well, it's a rubric because it's been etched onto a brick. Yeah. By the way, who do, hey, hey, uh, who's getting credit for this discovery, by the way, as I hold this rubric? Mm, Well, uh, (laughs) look. I've been on a couple of discoveries where, let's just say, a couple of anthropologists didn't come back because they wanted to take credit, uh, sinkholes, whatnot. But since mm-hmm. you've got the rubric, I'm going to let you take this this discovery. Um, take the credit. Oh, yes. You could take the credit. Cre- hey. Uh, wait a minute. You're trying to use my... Very clever and very hilarious wordplay against mm. me. Hey, it's the it's the anthropologist's way, my my dude. <laughs> it is, my guy. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna sack tap you and go walk over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the spirit off ice. You know what to do. Oh, got me. Got Down him. on one knee. Oh, don't hit my nuts. <laughs> and seed. seed. Now we know that there are bros in every area code and in every <laughs> in every department and every field of expertise. There is a bro. You got to find him. Speaking of bros, I'm bad at transitions today because I want to talk about this tiger. Yes. And I think this episode is just specifically made for the tiger so we can see his arc. <laughs> Because, like, at the beginning, it seems like he wants revenge still. 
So right. he's still chasing after Gohan, but like after the first day of running, Gohan is zonked out. He had a fire. The tiger finally catches up. He's about to eat Gohan, but like doesn't because he's like smitten by his cute sleeping face. Yeah. I, I will say as, as little, like, again, this was not my favorite episode. It felt like purposefully, but like not a lot happened of consequence and all this stuff with the tiger was cute. Like I, I, I do find it visually pleasing. Like Gohan's very cute. His relationship with the tiger is cute, but also confusing. They're they're trying to play it up for laughs, but I just feel bad for this tiger. Uh, for instance, he he gets a whiff of something good. I guess he thinks there's some leftover food, but it's just a fish bone that he tearfully gnaws on. Right again, like instead of eating Gohan. Yeah, like the. T- Again, the tiger is making all of the sacrifices by not killing this child while he sleeps and then electing to eat the bones of his catch. And I'm trying to I'm trying not to get too far ahead, but like, yeah, we'll we'll see why all this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see why all of this is it leads to a, a terrible outcome, because the next day after the tiger is gnawing on the bone, Gohan and this tiger are just kind of like hanging out together. On the beach, the tiger is still chasing him, but it's less like chasing him to kill him. It's more, it's almost, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what this relationship is, I guess is my problem. I don't know exactly what their relationship is. <laughs> Will they, won't they? For, yeah. Is the tiger looking out for Gohan, secretly trying to kill Gohan? And is Gohan even partially aware that this tiger has been like chasing him for that long? If I look at the whole episode... My interpretation is that Gohan has somehow gaslighted the tiger into okay. domestication. Okay. But unknowingly, I don't think Gohan is aware that this tiger has grown accustomed to Gohan's face. Yeah, and maybe that's my issue. Is Gohan is just ignoring the affection of the tiger. And at points, making fun of him for, for being afraid of water. And it's just like, well, he's a saber-toothed tiger. They don't like water. Yeah. It's not a Bengal tiger. Bengal tigers love playing in water. Everybody knows it. Yeah, I do now. <laughs> well, they primarily hunt in swampy, densely forested mm. areas. And, you know, they they can use the water to conceal their scent. Um, they're not afraid to attack things that are in water. Uh, Bengal tigers are great, and we should protect them. We should not have them in cages in, the, in private zoos. Yeah, I, I didn't want to give any of that any credit, but yeah, no private zoos for uh, exotic animals, uh, says Vince, who has three house cats that do his bidding on the regular. <laughs> who has imprisoned several animals. I have I imprison animals all the time. I mean, we do, like we said, Piccolo is interspersed throughout. But it made me wonder, if you had to fight a copy of yourself, mm. what would that fight be? What was it looking like? Like, not a joke? Like, not a joke. Mm. I mean, it can be because of, the nature, because of the nature of this podcast. The nature of the podcast. Maybe it should. It probably should be uh, a one-on-one basketball match where we keep doing the same moves and just being like, come on, man. Like, you think that's going to get by me? 
Nah. You're going to talk shit to yourself? On the basketball court, Aaron, I talk shit to everybody. <laughs> oh, no. Sometimes it's very polite shit. Like, uh, I'll just, uh, what was it? The last basketball league I was in, we played against some kid who just went off on us. Like, he had, like, at least 30 points. And the entire game, I was just, I wasn't talking to him. I was talking to his teammates being like, where did you find this dude? Like, like I was like, does he do this every night? It's trying to just get them to actually have a conversation with me. Like, that that's my form of trash talk. It's just distraction. <laughs> How was your day? Oh, I ask that a lot. <laughs> I'm like, what'd you have for lunch, dude? I need that. I need those recipes, dog. <laughs> they brick all the time. They're thinking about that good brunch. Mm -hmm. They're thinking about their bread bowl and not about (laughs) how Vince just stole the ball and went and laid it up on the other end. But the fight against myself would probably end with both of us just being like, oh, God, are you sore? (laughs) I'd be like, yes. I was like, all right, let's stop. Let's ice down our body parts. We'll do some stretching. And then tomorrow we'll continue this. What What would a fight between you and yourself be like, Aaron? I well, can't we both wear glasses? We can't be physical in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I don't judge art. I think it's wrong too. So it would probably be end up being uh, we'd break out like the old magic cards. I'd guess it'd be a card battle, a I, duel. A, I'm sorry, a duel. Yeah, thank you. I was gonna, I was gonna jump right in there and, and give you that duel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of us and one of us would go to the shadow realm. I guess. Uh, we we wouldn't play Yu-Gi-Oh, don't. I, I just I imagine you having to send yourself into the same TV that Yugi's grandpa's trapped in. <laughs> Aaron! Help me, Aaron! My soul is in a TV! We are playing Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Get out of here, but, old man. But Aaron! Mm-hmm. Aaron, I see you're using the heart of the cards. No, the, these are sleeves with hearts on them. I think they're cute. Look, I'm turning this TV down. Click, 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 click. Aaron, please. Yugi's off on an island. I don't island. know why I don't just mute this. He's off on an island fighting Kaiba. I guess I just like the background noise. But you can help me right now using your blue eyes white dragon card. I can what's, feel it. Uh, what's on ESPN? Click. Hey, everybody. Shaq here. Uh, no spore. Uh, I'm well. Uh, thank God. I'm glad Grandpa didn't go. Didn't like go Jack, to different channels. Oh shit! I have to say, I don't believe the Warriors have what it <laughs> takes to beat the Bucks this year. Now, now you've shacked in a fool. That's crazy. The wow, Warriors really are one of the best on modern sports. One of the best teams ever to play the game. And people say, "Have you ever seen anybody like Giannis before?" And I Let look at try myself MTV, in the mirror. Click. Hey, yo, it's me, Sway. We're about to break down. All the, hottest, all the hottest music videos from MTV Retro 2001. Here, I got in the studio, Yugi's grandpa. Yugi's grandpa going to hit us with some oh of the, with what's coming up next. Hey, Sway. Got a sick lineup today. Not only are we going to be uh, watching some of the sickest videos from 2000 and 2003, but we're also going to be playing some new favorites, like my favorite, Lizzo. <laughs> exactly I, how I, I feel. Oh, a 10-year-old Lizzo. That's fun. 
Yeah, you're watching MTV uh, Retro with Sway <laughs> and Yugi's grandpa coming at you live. And see. I have not done grandpa voice in a long time, and my vocal cords <laughs> didn't like it. <laughs> it, it. In the industry, we call that pimping. <laughs> Where you force where you force your part your improv partner into something that doesn't necessarily come up organically. But I I ask you this: Is it pimping when you know I secretly will, will love doing that shit? <laughs> I don't. It. Uh, I don't think it made you do anything you didn't want to do. Exactly. And there, that's the fine line. But that's the that's the, you know it all comes back to this old notion that uh, pimping ain't easy. <laughs> Or it's extremely easy. <laughs> Commercials. <laughs> Is this thing on? Yeah. All right. Shut up. Welcome. No, you shut up. Yeah, everybody shut up. It's my time. Welcome to uh, Pimpin'. Is it easy or is it not easy? Uh, a a masterclass hosted by yours truly, Ice-T. Yeah. We're going to get right into it after I talk to you a little bit about what pimping is, okay? There are many forms of pimping. Some of you may understand pimping in the improv context, where you make your theme partner do something they maybe would not want to do or have not thought to do before. Then there is the traditional form of pimping, hose down, that sort of thing. Now, if you are interested, this webinar will uh, continue. The free version will stop in the next five minutes. But for now, here we go. Back in the 70s, I was young. I was hanging out on the corner, seeing how all these dudes made money. Some of them slanging dope. Some of them robbing fools. And I said, none of that. Nah, nah, nah. Not me. Not T. I'm going to do something that's just for me, baby. Then I started rapping. Then that rapping led to naturally pimping. Okay, I had to make some Skrilla on the side. So I enlisted the help of some very nice ladies. Okay, we we developed a partnership where we would split the profits for pimping. And you might say, well, Big Daddy Kane, he said pimping is easy. Or did he say pimping ain't easy? One of the most disputed lyrics in rap history. But I'm here to tell you it's both. Okay? Once you set up the infrastructure, pimping becomes incredibly easy. I use Airtable to set up my pimping infrastructure. All of my pimping lives on the cloud. Okay? I've also done improv pimping. I was once in a scene with I'll I'll leave the person out of it for, you know, their safety. I did not I did not get the releases for me to use their name, but I will call them Marie Antoinette. I told Maria Antoinette, let them eat cake. And because she believed in yes and, she let the scene partners eat cake, even though that was not the original crux of the scene. So, in both senses, pimping is and is not easy. This concludes the free portion of Ice T's Masterclass, Pimping. Is it easy? Who knows? Shut up. I'm not done. Continue Ice T's. 30-hour seminar. <laughs> Please insert $99.99 into your computer. Hurry up! Cash! <laughs> yep. He, yeah, this seminar only takes cash. Put it in the disk drive. Let's go. 
Also, you can catch me on Law and Order. So we get something horribly sad, especially when you think about it for a second and realize what's been going on. We're at the Sun Goku residence. Ox mm-hmm. King is gently knocking on the door with his big, big hands. He's asking for Chi-Chi. He's like, Chi-Chi, I'm here. I brought some porridge. You haven't eaten in a week. And Chi-Chi, through the door, just says, I, you know, like, I'm not, I don't want it. And just Ox King has a look of despair. And this is the realization that who's, who's looking after Chi-Chi and Ox King through all of this, throughout right. all of this? It's not Goku's best friend. He's too busy training with God. It's not Bulma. She doesn't know how empathy works. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's under malicious intent, you'd think Roshi would be up there. Like, he'd try to roll up. Oh, yeah, of course. Be the new daddy. Mm-hmm. For at least a year. Yeah. yeah. You know, Roshi could be like, he would probably say something along the lines of like, hey, Chi-Chi, look, I know Goku isn't coming back yet, but until he gets back, I'll hang out with you. I'll help you around the house. And I got launch here to help too. And I don't know, maybe things could get weird and we could do, and then she slaps him. And, and that's how that scene should go. Well, maybe that already happened. Or maybe, maybe we're past that. Maybe we're past that. Yeah, who's who's watching The Watcher? <laughs> well, that too. If we can talk about the police state for a second. <laughs> we can ignore Chi-Chi for, for now. Get back to the police. God, I, well, maybe I get it now. It's easy to get distracted. <laughs> to not think about Chi-Chi's feelings. Mm-hmm. There's bigger stuff going on. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's Oxking and Chi Chi just mourning on their own. Right. And yeah. She knows he's gonna come back, but clearly this is affecting her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't have any other friends. Right. She, all her friends are Goku's friends. <laughs> They're all doing stuff. All of her friends from back home that like they don't live there anymore because of what yeah. happened to Fire Mountain. Yeah. So when she goes back home, it's like she doesn't even know anybody. They don't know her, and she's technically not a... I mean, she's still princess, but she's abdicated the throne by, you know, going off and living with Goku. That Meghan Markle Mm -hmm. life. Oh, she's she's been Meghan Markled. She don't want to... We've talked... Look, we've talked about that, but (laughs) she doesn't want to leave the house because what if Gohan comes back, right? Right. It's... uh, It's tough. Someone... I mean, we won't, but someone should think of Chi-Chi. <laughs> yeah, please, someone, <laughs> someone other than us, do something. Listen, if you think you're having a hard time, I'm gonna virtue signal right now and say, "Have you thought about what Chi-Chi's going through?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, global warming. But <laughs> but what about Chi-Chi and Ox King? Like, she hasn't eaten in a week. How like is Ox King going back and forth between? his new kingdom and there like he's not spending his full time there right i would hope he would i'd hope he would too but it didn't seem like she was letting him in he doesn't have a key there's multiple sections he's got those mitts he's got those mitts those are keys to any door (laughs) this is true this is true martial arts the key to any door (laughs) skeletal hands makes for skeleton keys Ooh, i like that so Goku, I guess on like day three, again, appropriate for today, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he runs back 
and he sees he's like, oh, there's my sand sled. Wait a minute. And so he quickly on all fours climbs up a mountain. Again, cool, because we're also getting to see the results of all of Gohan's training. Like he ran around this very large island in a few days and climbed a mountain in less than five minutes. It was shockingly fast. Yeah. But when he gets on top, he realizes that he's been on an island this entire time. Now, are we going to are we going to like <laughs> dig into this? Because uh, I'm like when they do the big pull out, like the big zoom out, I was like, wait a minute. Have they been fucking with me this whole time? <laughs> How did he get to this island from the desert? Is what you're asking, right? That's that's the big thing. Yeah, because we I thought we had established when his training began, the thing that was keeping him like the distance between him and going home was like the robot even said like you're not going to get past this vast desert to go home, Gohan. Mm-hmm. And I think Piccolo even said that there like there's a desert surrounding this entire area. In the beginning, to keep Gohan from trying to run away? I know for, I mean, technically all continents are islands, but... Here we go. <laughs> there is no way that the area he's been training in and the vast desert was all part of this one island. R- yeah, it, I, I, Especially yeah. from the look of it. I think we're trying... I think they're trying to tell us that somehow we got transported to an island. Wait, okay. Somehow. Wait. Uh, okay, we got it. We got it. <laughs> We got to figure this out right now. So you think you think that his his windsurfing got like because there is that there's that part in the windsurfing where he he's he goes through that tunnel and mm-hmm. it's like after he comes out of that tunnel is when he reaches the ocean. So you're saying that when he was in the desert, that was one that was a different landlocked area from where he started. Because when they pull out to show the entirety of the island, I'm like, there's no way everything was just on that island. I I agree with that, but I think they're just retconning to be like, no, you fool, we never showed you an aerial shot of the area. Of course it was an island, which also infuriates me. I Yeah, that infuriates me more than magical teleportation. <laughs> Somehow, that makes me more mad. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. That suddenly he's on an island. I would, I would prefer if there was some... If that was it, it's like, oh, he went through a tunnel and that tunnel transported him to an island somehow. And that's just part of the weirdness of the training area. Well, that's, I mean, Land of the Lost. There you go. The old Sid and Marty Craft show, the old Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> that's a, I like they go through a river in time. There's a time thing. Yeah. So, sim- uh, so I would rather go by that logic than... Gotcha. <laughs> it's an island. It's been an island this whole time, and you're all idiots. It would be like if at uh, they could have done this in Lost because they basically almost did it. But like you, if they pulled out and the Lost Island was just in the middle of like Lake Havasu or some shit, like that's how it feels. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because in my scenario, where it's always been on the island, it's it's like there, there's no way. Gohan wouldn't have known after sitting on top of that pillar for so long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's yeah. Jay. I'm like, that's you're saying this is Australia. And that in three days, he I mean, again, Dragon Ball logic. Maybe he did, you know, run the circumference of Australia 
in three days. I mean, I'd be if I was a tiger, I would be tired as well. Yeah, trying to keep up. So do we? I don't think we have a consensus. We don't have a consensus. You're a whole islander. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm a full islander, and you're a. Uh, I believe in spontaneous island generation. Okay, there we go. All right. I did the I did the experiment where you put meat out and flies come from meat <laughs> after a few days. We all know this. We all know it. Same thing with islands. <laughs> Again, you're falling very close into the lost theory. <laughs> that the island will just appear when it needs to and where it needs to. Again, you're the one that watched Lost. I was not. But I am. I did get big Lost vibes from this episode. Oh, yeah. And Castaway, as we'll see. As we'll see. Because uh, learning that's an island, Gohan's like, well... I assume mom's in the water. So I, I guess I got to cross this water. Yeah. I was. I felt so. Again, this is kind of where I was like, I started to feel bad because I was like, oh, I forget. This kid is like four still. And he just, he wants to see his mom. He doesn't, like he's smart enough to know how to build a raft or know that he needs to build a raft. But he has no idea where he's going. Yeah, that that's the thing that, twigged me out about all this. I I understand. He's doing the math in the sand, how to build a boat. He's Mm -hmm. chopping trees. That sword is surprisingly versatile. Exactly. It is the Leatherman of (laughs) weapons. Gohan starting his own uh, YouTube channel, like that guy that does all the the nature builds or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Next thing you know, Gohan will be building like smelting furnaces out of clay and rock. And but like he, it takes him a day to build this ship. And the tiger helps him to do it. The tiger brings branches, mm-hmm. like all, all doe-eyed. It's we know Gohan can clearly build a ship. Where that's within his capabilities because he does it. But mm-hmm. also, it's it, it's explained. But here's I think out of all this, the wildest thing <laughs> that happens in this episode. Hit me, hit me. Gohan's like, cool, I'm done. Time to leave. Yep. He he pushes. His boat out, turns around. The tiger's just on the shore, whimpering. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he he loves Gohan so much. He wants. T- also, this is an island, and in my theory, you're gonna just leave this tiger on this island. So, <laughs> Gohan, seeing the tiger, says, "Don't worry, I'll be back. I'm just going to see my mother for a little bit." And then, as Gohan <laughs> sails off. The tiger just awoos into the sky. Tigers, look. (laughs) Do tigers howl? I mean, this one does in pain, in anguish. In anguish for losing his friend. Again, this is all, this whole scene was super cute. No, it wasn't. No, I mean like the building aspect of the tiger helping, and then it got very sad when Gohan leaves. But also, Gohan, what are you doing? You're so smart that you could build a raft. Has nobody told you never set sail like in the evening? <laughs> like he what? sets sail as the sun is going down. Again, this is all garbage bullshit. <laughs> but what are you? Where are you going? How are you navigating? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you taking your tiger friend? Ugh. Who just? He just wants to be your friend. You sent him all these signals. You played with him mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. days. This poor tiger. <laughs> oh, we've we. I think uh, 
think we've learned the tiger is the true hero of all of this. Not only he's responsible for like I guess a third of all of Gohan's training on that island thus far. If it wasn't if this tiger just acted like a tiger, Gohan would be dead. Goodbye Earth. Yeah. This tiger is a Z fighter. Ti- he he is a Z. You know what? I know, get it out. <laughs> yeah, where is it? All right, I got it. You got it? All right. I feel bad we don't have a name for it, but Tiger, I mean, Tiger's no dumber than a chat. We could call day. him Mr. Tiger because he's such a gentleman, and that's also what Gohan calls him. Mr. Tiger. All right, all right. So Mr. Tiger, the Saber-Tooth Tiger, by, by not eating Gohan, is a Z fighter, and that is canon. Not Nick Cannon. It's true. True. More powerful than Krillin. And now he's on this island forever. We honor you. We honor you, Mr. Tiger, for your sacrifices for Earth's survival. Oh my God, the sacrifices. Um. So we're back on Piccolo, and. Both of them have the shing. They real uh, the little alert pops up. They both realize that Gohan is escaping. They rejoin in like oh a very violent manner. <laughs> I like I had to rewind. Like I laughed so hard at this. How like I was not expecting it. Where it's it's very quick, very violent. It's as if both of them are going down a garbage disposal. In in that scene in Gremlins, mm-hmm. when she stuck one in bl- in a blender. Yep. <laughs> when the mom stuck one in a blender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very like Piccolo gets like twitchy and like it looks like it's somewhat <laughs> painful. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> and then he goes off to to find his son. I mean, to find Gohan, his prisoner, his prisoner's son, <laughs> his prisoner's son. The most amount of love a Namekian can show is by yep. imprisoning their offspring on an island <laughs> so they can train by uh, terrorizing large dinosaurs and befriending saber-toothed tigers. Piccolo didn't destroy you immediately. You've, you're married. <laughs> I think this uh, I think the state went really well. I guess. I mean, you just sort of floated there during dinner. Yeah. And yeah. you made fun of me a lot, said I was very weak. Well, you are. I can barely sense your power at all. I and like, you know, I only do the gym a couple days a week if that's what you're again, if that's what you're talking about. <laughs> it shows. You should do more training. I'd love to train you. Oh, um well, this is me and I've, you know, I got a I got an early start tomorrow. So I don't sleep. Huh, well, I do. Uh, I really wish they'd make that as a question on OkCupid. Okay well, I can. You're you're painfully human, but I haven't killed you yet. So, um. Oh, you were planning on wait, 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 wait huh? No, no, no. It, it's. I'm sorry. I should. I should have kept that to myself. Uh, <clears throat> let's just say, my family has a history of wanting to and often doing. Kill humans. Back, I'm walking backwards up my steps to my apartment door. Uh, Oh no, there are two of you. Look, this hasn't really ever happened to me before. And I'm sorry if I'm coming on incredibly strong, like I am. Mm -hmm. You're constantly flexing. 
<laughs> just both of you are constantly flexing. Yeah. So oh, that's all to say. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I, I really want to see you again. This was the worst date I think I've ever been on. Um, you just said you were going to murder me, but now you're not. And you no, no. The only person screwed. I want to. The only person I want to murder is is Goku. Um, that's only because he's okay. Only slightly stronger than me. Well, you did talk about Goku for most of the date. So whatever your relationship with that person is, I don't think you're quite over it yet. And that's uh, that's so that's going to be a no for me, dog. But but would it help if if you know I have child rearing instincts? I have a son. I mean, his son, son Goku's son, oh, Gohan. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not looking for that again. Pretty sure that's a you hit that on the profile. I you're supposed to say if you have children. Let me just All right, get my other door. half inside of me. Just hold on one sec. Oh, oh God! Uh, I'm opening the, my door and okay. I'm walking in and I'm politely nodding. All right. Well, I hope to see you again. You won't. And also, please don't stare at him. I know you can fly. Yeah. Please don't use that in any way just because I live on the fifth floor. Got it. Fifth floor. Got it. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, shutting the door. Bye. Click. Lock. Walk upstairs. Walk upstairs. Walk upstairs. It's a walk up. Stairs, 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 stairs. Open my apartment door. Creak. Ah. Wow. Well, yeah, I think I'm done with dating. Let me just, I'm just going to relax by staring out the window, looking at the, ah, son of a bitch. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Already, huh? I was on my way. I Look, I have to fly up before I can go left or right. Uh, so th- it's just a coincidence. I was uh, just going straight up. Closing my curtains. But if you. Uh, now to go to my bedroom and sleep peacefully. All right, going into just going into. Mm, what's that noise? I should look out my bedroom window. Hey! Oh, oh I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. Are you charging up? I'm training. I. This is the best place to train. You're you're rhythmically moving your hands. Ah, uh, Macarena. All right, you want to go dancing? Uh, oh God! Window closed. Cops called. Not the cops. Hey, buddy, we got a call. Look, whatever this town's police department, we're very efficient, and we're here right now. What are you doing? Oh, come on, come on. I'm, is, is this because I'm green? Uh, I legally can't say that. <laughs> and, and seed. seed. Piccolo was in the wrong. <laughs> yes. Yes. But multiple people can be in the wrong. Both people can be wrong. Both people mm-hmm. can be rude. But Piccolo was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was dead wrong in that scenario. <laughs> a piccolo voice will fuck you up. Oh yeah, it will. I don't know how anybody gets that natural gravel. Yeah, except with natural gravel. Except with that damn natural gravel. <laughs> that Whole Foods gravel. That the whole, expensive kind. That organic Whole Foods gravel. God damn it! If I don't, I don't uh, feel like spending the money, so I get the Aldi gravel. The Aldi gravel. It's not as good. It's not as good, but it's so cheap. <laughs> I get it. $6.99 a pound in bulk is still pricey. Uh, but, you know, to each their own. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Trader Joe's is sort of the middle ground for gra- for that good organic gravel. There's just no Trader Joe's close to me. So what am I going to do? I don't know. I I, I get it. You're, it's a gravel desert. It's a gravel. I live in a gravel desert. So, <laughs> which might just be an actual desert. <laughs> So speaking of deserts, we're talking about the opposite because we're in the ocean. Oh, yeah. I forgot where we were. <laughs> and a, sto- a storm's a brewing, Mr. Wayne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and your friends need to batten down the hatches. Like, basically, all the things that happen to people when they're cast away at sea happens. The the sail rips. The, sh- the vessel starts taking on water. Uh, Gohan starts panic eating. And then says, if this keeps up, I'll be swamped. I can't swim. I That that terrified me. That was like the last piece of information we got before this episode even ends. We are, yeah, we're at the tail end of this. And like, why'd you do this then? Yeah. <laughs> if you can't swim, bruh, don't get in a boat. <laughs> uh, don't go into the ocean, aimless, without direction. Oh man! Wow! I assume like I, I know we'd never seen Go Gohan swim, right? Haven't seen it, but I assume the boy could swim. I it was such a huge assumption on my Just part. Just run across the water. Yeah, I assume he could do that now. He's that fast. <laughs> he saw how how insanely fast did he climb up that mountain? Fast right? enough. Fast enough. To run on water like the basilisk lizard. I think so. Again, appropriate for t- again for today's recording. <laughs> Have you found all the eggs in this recording yet? <laughs> so Piccolo, uh, he's looking around. He calls Gohan a dirty brat, which I appreciated. Whoa, I didn't get that. The first difference yeah. in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> dirty brat, where is he? He calls him a dirty brat. He's just like, where's this kid? I can sense his energy, but I can't find him. And I don't, I don't, I don't blame Piccolo. This storm is uh, not only massive and dangerous, but it's filled with water spouts and giant yeah. bolts of lightning. I mean, it is. It's a hur. I mean, a hurricane. I think is, or I guess at that point, it's a monsoon, a typhoon, a typhoon. I would say maybe a I typhoon. believe is if it hasn't hit land yet. Yeah. Is it a hurricane? Tropical storm? No. Well, okay. I'm reaching into my meteorologist handbag. I was very tempted to look up research, but then I got shocked. We don't do that. We don't do that. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I'm glad those parental controls I added are working. I did try to go on DeviantArt during this podcast, but I got shocked as well. (laughs) I think it goes from like tropical depression to tropical storm because they could still be classified as hurricanes based on their out energy output and then anything anything bigger than I think typhoons have more wind involved. So I think this would technically be a typhoon. Yeah, cuz there there's like uh yeah. tornadoes on top of tornadoes. So yeah. yeah. This is and a that, typhoon. And we we say all this to say that Gohan gets sucked up by one of those. And that's it. The end. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. This child that can't swim is now flying through the air. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Different than water. So. It's better than be- <laughs> better than water. Okay.
So the the narrator in mine, at least, really misses the plot <laughs> of what's going on in in his end announcement because he says, <laughs> "Hold on, let me get them giggles out." He says, "Gohan, what about your training with Piccolo? Have you forgotten about the crisis the world is in, young man?" <laughs> what? What are you What are you doing playing in that hurricane? Get out here and train. Like, yeah, like, what? Why aren't you going to comment on the uh, current situation? Where there's a four-year-old hurtling through the air in the middle of the ocean while a Namekian alien is trying to find him. Oh, boy. Like, really no Will Pocolo find Gohan in time? Yeah, that's what mine was. Was like, how is Piccolo, how's Gohan going to get himself out of this one? Will Piccolo find him in time? Find out next week on Dragon Ball Z. It is interesting that the Eastern culture's focus was like, boy, this Gohan's really slacking off. We better tattletale on him. (laughs) Better let the audience know that this is not proper behavior. (laughs) I'm surprised the announcer wasn't. Gee, Gohan, guess you're not going to finish that math problem you left in the cave, huh? Now you'll never get into a good college. Your mother would be so disappointed next time (laughs) on Dragon Ball Z. It is buck wild that Mm. the announcer went in that direction. That's crazy. Yeah. Almost as crazy as people writing to us. What? We got more mail. Mail time. So longtime listener Ian writes to us again. It's, It's been a while. Been a while. But they write, long time, no contact. I've been embedded deep in enemy territory trying to bring down this evil cabal. More to come. I've missed you both. Your constant chicanery and mirth has brightened my sabotage campaign. Also, with your inspiration, I started my own podcast. Not here to advertise, though. Just here to let you know that someone is here trying to help. Keep fighting. Whoa, first of all, Cryptic. what was that? What yeah, what's that? Yeah, what's that podcast? Yeah. We want to know. We, we want to know. We don't yeah, advertise all you fucking want. Yeah, man. And then for for context, Ian it's we've kind of lost the plot on where they're at, but I think the last time Ian was on the run cuz Nick Cannon was a robot that he destroyed. True. So I, I, I'm glad you're safe. I'm sorry you're still behind enemy lines. And thank uh, you us- for, I salute your efforts mm-hmm. for taking down the Nick Cannon robot army. I know you can't give us a ton of details, but if you have another update, that would be much appreciated. And tell us what your pot, I'm glad you're getting some podcasting in. Yeah. During your time in enemy territory. Must be a perfect cover. I mean, can podcast bloom on the battlefield? I know love cam. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, thank you for, uh, we missed you, Ian. Thank you for writing again. Yeah. And we have a new listener writing to us. I'll reveal their name at the end because it's fun. (laughs) But they write, hey, Vince and Aaron, just wanted to let you guys know how helpful your podcast is with getting me through my workday. I have a boring office job, so I'm free to listen to music and your improv slash shenanigans regularly make me laugh out loud. I am introducing Dragon Ball Z to my girlfriend, and we just got to the Boo Saga and are planning on watching Dragon Ball next. If she can make it through, then she might be wife material. 
Just wanted to say, fuck Nick Cannon. Aaron, your laugh is great. Fuck the haters. And Vince, your turtle impression is the funniest shit. It gets me every time. Nate Dog from the state of SC. Pronounce Nate D-O-double-G. <laughs> Nate Dog. Nate Dog. He wrote to us, hey. Baby, baby. <laughs> I mean, appropriate. We even got some West Coast references in here for this episode. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like they knew. <laughs> thank you. Dude, thank you so much. That's very kind. Yeah. Thank you for writing. Honestly, any anyone who's like, yeah, I'll watch Dragon Ball with you. I'm like, okay, I guess we're... We're yeah, a family no. now. Yeah, that's Piccolo a, rules. We're a family now. Piccolo rule, you're a family. Um, but look, even if they don't like fall head over heels, but you're into the boot, you're in the boot saga. So that's one of the toughest ones to get through at a certain <laughs> point. So I think it's a fine metric to keep, but just, you know, maybe don't put all the stock there. Because uh, who knows? They might be into Demon Slayer, baby. And that, that is a. That is a lockdown. You got to lock that down. You find somebody who's into Demon Slayer. Woo, child. That means they got their head on straight. That's a very good metric. But the real, real test is do they listen to this podcast. <laughs> that's true. It's been testing my relationship, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vin- <laughs> Actually, the true test is if they don't listen to it. <laughs> then that's it's like, okay, good. Good. You respect <laughs> me enough not to. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Nate, the OWG, thank you so much for writing to us. Um, it's always wonderful and awesome to hear from y'all. Uh, we're glad that we can sh- make your day a little bit easier. Um, if you want to write to us, you can do so at KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. We're on all the socials at KameHousePartyPod, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Again, another reminder, we, we're still doing it. We haven't stopped yet. Uh, we are streaming on Thursday nights on YouTube. Uh, these last two weeks, we've been doing Roller Coaster Tycoon. Vince has been building uh, a park dedicated to us in Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball P. So I think the giant statues are coming next. So come, <laughs> so come check us out. I can't uh, believe again. you just said that out loud. <laughs> I uh, I saw what was under that tarp. Oh dang it! It was a me-shaped tarp. The leakers. So Gonna have to throw them in uh, Dragon Ball Z prison <laughs> underneath the park. <laughs> there is a prison in Disney World, so there is. we have to have ours. Mm-hmm. But yeah, every Thursday night we're streaming. Uh, come hang out. Unfortunately, we don't always have the time for it for you to prepare. So if you subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the notification button, that's like the best way to to know when we go live. All right, Aaron's Aaron's hemming and hawing, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna be outright with it. (laughs) Smash that bell, hit subscribe if you want to know when we're going live on stream. Uh, We try to make it as consistent as possible around. 7 30 or 8 on thursdays but that might change so again (laughs) so again the best way is to do the embarrassing youtuber thing so that's why i'm putting on my embarrassing youtuber voice because you gotta go to kame house party when you type into into your youtube search bar you hit that subscribe button you smash that like button you'll get all the updates ins and outs and omaha stakes codes that you can ask for (laughs) god listening to your voice i feel like i want you to tell me how to get more subscribers well, all you got to do to get more subscribers, and and look, if getting more subscribers is your goal, or you're just trying to stay sane, if you're in 
if you're trying to enjoy what what's in front of you, please do that. And remember that no matter what happens, you gotta keep fighting. Got it.